0: Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Throwing Up Bricks podcast. This is episode 30, coming to you on a Monday morning. We hit the Big 3-0 as a podcast. As always, I'm Jared, joined by my brother Jake over there, and Jerome, he's back again. Let's hit it, guys. Anybody got Um, a random fact for me?
1: Yeah, so hang on. Let me me, uh, me pull it up. It's pretty technical. I want to make sure I get it right. All right, (laughs) so it says here, uh, so in Tyler Hero's first season in the NBA, he has made more conference finals and NBA finals appearances than the entire Clippers history. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> sorry, Clippers fans had to do it to you. All right. Anyway, sorry. real, real stat. Um, uh, from uh, 1999 to 2007, every finals had either Shaq or Tim Duncan.
0: Dang. 99 to 07. That's an eight year stretch, right? Yep. Oof.
2: And then, yeah, then you got to think LeBron's been to, what ten out of the last eleven?
0: Is that yeah, right? Nine out of the last yeah, maybe ten out of the last eleven or nine out of the last ten, I forget.
1: So yeah, he alone has done that. Nine out of the last ten. Because he <laughs> yeah, went to eight yeah. in a row by himself. <laughs> yeah.
2: So he's been to eleven in his seventeen year career. Insane. Yeah. That's Insane. absurd.
0: Insane. The dude is he's pushing for that title, the goat title, yeah. man. He's pushing for it. We'll see. Um but we won't get into where he is on the title. of yeah. We got a lot to talk about. So um, we have a, a finals preview now. We have our matchup set. The Lakers will take on the Heat uh, in the oop. final championship. Yep. Oop, oop. Um, Lakers made it. Yay. Um, so we're going to preview that series. But before we do that, we got some games to talk about uh, and how those two series prior to that, the Heat versus Celtics and the Lakers versus Denver, um, how those series closed out. So. We'll talk about that. And before even that, we got to do some housekeeping though. So Jake, did you do the honors?
2: Housekeeping.
0: Thank you. Uh, as always, if you want to reach out to us, you can do so by email at throwing up bricks, JJ at gmail.com. That is throwing up bricks, JJ at gmail.com pod name, followed by JJ. Where can they find us? Podbean,
2: Apple Podbean. podcasts, Google podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Amazon Alexa. Uh, and that's pretty much it.
0: Spotify. You always forget I, I said Spotify. No, I didn't hear it. Check the tape. Check the <laughs> tape. I also just don't like listening to you. So. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all the housekeeping out of the way. Let's just jump into the basketball. That's what everybody's here for, right? I think. Well, I so. everybody. I mean, that's what Otherwise we're Otherwise, they here probably for. have the
1: wrong podcast. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they're looking for some masonry
1: podcast they're here for for the the like the one every six episodes where we talk about psych that's what they're here all right
0: let's hit it i don't know why you don't like that intro jake that's great i love the string back to back
2: i didn't say anything this time it's growing on me
0: it's growing on you like a tumor okay let's uh (laughs) let's move on uh let's talk about some basketball so first i thought we would tackle the miami boston series and how that ended so since we last talked we had games five and six go down obviously like i spoiled before the podcast miami ended up moving on but uh game five boston did win to extend this series to game six they won 121 to 108 um i don't know how much we really want to talk about this it's kind of a lame game yeah Um, i mean um
1: just to link it link the games together it's just kind of it really was about bam right because he played Mm -hmm. bad in game five they lost he played great in game six they won Um, right i don't really know what else there really is to say about game five at least i mean everybody on the heat kind of played bad in game five like hero was was kind
0: of lame from the field like it was just an ugly game that's true
2: they they shot Um, 19 percent from the three-point line which is yeah. For a team that's been lining it up from three, that's yeah. just a nail in the coffin. And for me, I almost yeah. turned it off in the fourth quarter, because this the refs were just controlling the entire game. Um, I know there's been bad calls in pretty much every game of blah, 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 but maybe it was just the mood I was in, but it felt like for a stretch there was 15 straight possessions where there was a foul called. It was <laughs> the slowest, most frustrating game I've ever seen, I think.
0: Yeah, the refs definitely left an imprint on that game, for sure. It was, it was really ugly, and I mean Duncan Robinson was the, the Heat's leading score. So like that tells you like what was happening. And like no, you know, no offense to Duncan Robinson. Like he played a great game. He was stroking it early on, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but that should that should probably not happen. Oh no, sorry, Goran Dragic was the leading score, technically. He had three more. Twenty three, yeah. I
1: didn't see
0: and that. And he sorry, was
1: in the that. positive and then plus minus. <laughs> he was in the positive somehow. So positive. There's fifty-two fouls,
0: <sighs> by the way. Fifty-two fouls.
1: My God. Yep. Holy. And these are like two solid defensive teams, so there's something something going on with that there's something yeah that's a little fishy for sure for yeah. sure yeah, yeah when, God, when Duncan Robinson's shooting twenty seven percent from three you know there's yeah. you know the team's off <laughs> yeah successful <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah
0: I mean both teams went to the free throw line twenty nine times a piece like yeah. that that's an
1: insane total of free throws wow. there's only thirty
2: four fouls in in game six,
1: so yeah. It was quite. I think they all went on Daniel Tice, if I'm correct. Yeah, exactly. Jeez.
0: Yeah. Well, so yeah, ugly game, but the Celtics, you know, they extended the series, so they did what they needed to. And uh, Game Six, unfortunately, was the end of the road for them. The Heat finished off the the Celtics. They took care of business, one twenty five to one thirteen. Um, it was a good game for most of this game.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. uh, I thought, you know, it was very very close up until the fourth quarter when the Heat just. I mean Jimmy and Tyler Hero man just took over down the stretch and dominated. bam bam and bam bam threw, throughout the game though like yeah. bam was just awesome yeah. this entire game like he put up a line man 32 14 and 5 like yeah. jesus this man went off um 11 trips to the free throw line he was awesome he's going to have to play like that in the next series against the Lakers yeah. I know we'll get to that but that's going to be key for them and uh yeah what else did you guys like from this this game 6
2: um I just want to throw out even though they lost, and then we'll get to their struggles later. But uh, Jalen Brown played insane this entire series. Whole series, yeah. Especially in Game 5, he was the reason I think they won. He was (laughs) dominant. Um, And my takeaway was that I hate to blame it on him, but I think Tatum's struggles these past two games are what did them in, especially in the first half. I mean, the dude didn't score in both first halves of Games 5 and 6, I think, maybe or maybe he scored a couple buckets but you just can't have remember. your superstar not score yeah. in an entire half yeah. in a playoff. I mean
1: this is a guy that should be able to you know, roll out of bed and give you 20. So if he's only yeah. giving you 24 in an elimination game, you know, you, you you want a little bit more. It's kind of like James Harden like yeah, he scored 30 in that final game but that's kind of what he does. Like you want more out of your out of your guy. In, in a closeout like you you needed him to go past his limits on the on the, in the closeout games and jason yeah. did not do that he just kind of did what he did it's, it's kind of, of an
2: unwritten rule him. that you should not have less points than you do shot attempts <laughs> yeah
1: yeah yeah you don't want to go sure. full russell westbrook <laughs> exactly no, no, the no, no, russell no. westbrook rule
2: yeah he just
0: he kind of floats a little i'm glad you brought him up because like he he's one of these guys and he's young you know i'm not you know necessarily ragging on him and say, he can't get better. Like he definitely can. This is what fourth year, third year in the league, something like that. So, you know, he's going to get better. He has all the signs of star potential that you'd want on a young player. So I'm not going to rag on him for that, but he does. He needs to fix that. He needs to fix really two things in my mind, like the floating where he just kind of disappears during stretches. And you Mm -hmm. address that Jake, but also the hero shots, And I'm not talking Tyler Hero because Tyler Hero takes awesome (laughs) shots. Yeah, those would be good shots. Yeah, those would be good (laughs) shots. Yeah, I'm talking about the Hero Ball Kobe-esque kind of shots, you know, where he early shot clock forces up a bad contested jumper because he feels like he needs to get into the offense. And it's like those shots need to be cut down on, and he needs to either hunt foul opportunities in those possessions or just pass the ball around and get back in the flow of the offense. So uh, those two things, I think if he cleans those up, he's going to have a great year next year um, for sure. Um, yeah. Uh,
1: an- another thing, ahead, I Paul. have I just do a quick Stephen A. Stephen A. Uh, rant. In an elimination game, <laughs> in an NBA basketball contest for the Boston Celtics, Marcus Smart should not be taking more shots than Jalen Brown, and that's a <laughs> fact. no nowhere near the basketball.
0: Yeah, yeah. Marcus Smart went a little trigger happy in this one for yeah. sure. <laughs> Eight of 22. Threes, like that's Ooh. that's not that's not what they need from him. No, that's not a. Pardon the pun, smart game plan and um. zero
1: free throws, <laughs> zero free throws. Yeah, For Marcus smart. So Although, really you know, a couple
0: of times I thought he should have went to the to the free throw. line. The problem with smart. And like, I kind of don't even mind this on the officials part is like, I feel like eventually they just get t- so tired of him of flopping, flopping literally yeah. every single possession yes. that they're just like, no, screw you, man. Like, stop flopping and maybe we'll give you a call because the dude just takes it to the extreme. He flops anytime anybody's body part gets near him. Anytime he feels a little bit of contact, like he could just be running up the floor and someone brushes his arm and he's going to flop. Like he just got shot by yeah. a sniper in the building. Like, yeah, it's really annoying to me. Yeah. Um,
1: to paraphrase I, a Joan Jett song, he should give a damn about his bad reputation and try to fix it. Yeah. <laughs> he needs to start getting foul calls. Uh, that's a good reference. Jim. That's why we brought you on, man, for these, these hot takes, you know, these very current references. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Shrek is always current and it was in Shrek, so I'll stand by. <laughs> Shrek is love, man. Shrek is life. <laughs> People should watch that. Don't watch that video. That's a horrible video. Uh, <laughs>
0: all right. Um, yeah, but I uh, I thought up and down this series, if we would just want to talk about the series overall, yeah, I thought the heat just we're more consistent. you talked about this in the past, Jake. They were just consistent game mm-hmm. to game, you know, quarter to quarter throughout the game, even like they were just the more consistent team. They got contributions across the board and they didn't back down in crunch time. In crunch time, they really um, beat yeah. down the Celtics, right? That's where they took their advantage. Yeah. And uh,
2: Yeah. The scary uh, thing about them is that anybody can, can be the leader of the game at any given time. Like, bam, uh, did it. In game six, but then you have Iguodala hitting, you know, a bunch of shots, and then uh, game by game it, it it can alter. It's hard to game plan for a team that has so many guys that can get into a rhythm and, and affect the game.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really do. Yeah, um, Wait, did
0: you did you your drum?
1: Yeah, I, I was just just coming back to, to game six for the Celtics, because um, I kind of mentioned it earlier about Daniel Tice getting all the calls, but he really got. He really got uh jobbed by the refs, I think I was looking yeah. back at like the play by play, all the fouls like he would be in position on a rebound and they call a foul on him, uh you know, like just almost not bare small contact on drives, like really weird fouls. um even the one he got you know fouled out on it was a he had two late calls on shooting fouls like that were they call they blew the whistle when someone had just gotten a rebound. So it's like oh it's a loose ball foul oh it's a shooting foul on Tice what just weird weird stuff for Tice yeah. um and and correct me if I'm wrong but I feel like uh, defensively the 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 two guys you really don't want being in in foul trouble are your rim protector and your worst defender and and they were both in foul trouble Walker and Tice because yeah. a good defender can kind of you know he can he can he can still play good defense if he has uh, fouls but Kemba Walker he's he's small. He's he's the guy they attack, and he was in foul trouble, and then they just they just ate off of him. And Daniel Tice, once he fouled out, that's when the Heat kind of ran away with the game. So just kind of t- a little bit of a tough situation, but they still they shouldn't have been in that situation. I feel like they they had a chance to kind of close out the game, and they let him they let them stay around, let the Heat stay around, and then when Tice fouled out, that was kind of it.
0: That was kind of it. No, I haven't. No questions about that logic. That makes sense to me. Um, it, I mean, it, and it kind of goes to to talking about the series as a whole. How it's just a really tight game, and decisions down the stretch basically decided yeah. every single one of these games, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, if you look at the at the series as a whole, do you guys want to guess what the the point differential is after every single after all the games are added up?
2: The av- oh Oh, in total, plus uh, plus yeah. eight heat, plus twenty five heat,
0: plus one Celtics. What? <laughs> yep. Over the series, the Celtics ended up scoring one more point than the Heat. Shows
1: that's you what I wins. know. Well, because their yep. wins were were bigger than Miami's wins in general. Their
0: wins were bigger than Miami's. Yeah, in general. So that's so a good point. Miami won a couple of, uh, except for this games, one. Yeah, My, games, this was the biggest like win that. I think.
1: This was season. Miami's biggest win. Yeah. Um, okay,
2: I, I've got a question. So the Celtics have been a playoff team for the past half decade or so, right? Mm-hmm. And they've mm-hmm. done all this magic in the front office with getting these picks and 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 sleeper guys and blah, 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 and hoarding all these assets. But it hasn't helped them improve at all, I don't think, when it comes to being a contender. Because every year, they just don't have that killer instinct to end a series. They They lose to the better team every single year. I don't know what their next step is after this.
1: Well, I think one thing is they they gotta shore up the bench they have their i think their bench players are all kind of one-dimensional like obviously enos yeah. Cantor is very very one-dimensional yeah, the definition
2: of one dimensional
1: yeah and then guys like wanamaker will and the williams brothers even though they're not actually brothers um they're kind of also one-dimensional and they're they're young right those guys those th- last three guys are young so maybe they can get better um and then also they've just had hor- ho- horrible Hayward luck, like key injuries, weird <laughs> yeah. injuries. He's never really been able to get into a get get on a roll with them, um, and yeah. that obviously like is I believe he might be the highest paid player on that team right now, right? Yep, yeah, I think um, so. And yeah. that's terrible. Like that's terrible for your for, for your team if team, your highest paid player's not not living up to it. Well,
0: maybe yeah. Kemba makes more now. I don't remember what the deals were of his signing, but um, but yeah. He's at the very least, he's second most paid. Um, Yeah. And uh, yeah, so he has a player option for next year to opt into a $34 million player option. Hmm.
2: I wonder what he's going to do. I think he's going to take that. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) he's going
0: to take that. So they don't have a lot of wiggle room in terms of Mm -hmm. cat space until he comes off the books. And even if he does, they probably want to at least entertain the possibility of re-signing him because... What he is at his best is probably what they need, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you have real Gordon Hayward coming off the bench here in this series, that player is who you want to give all the Wanamaker, Cantor, Robert Williams minutes to, right?
2: Uh, it depends on gonna... how much money he's going to command. Because
0: No, obviously it depends on how much money, but like I don't think he's going to command that much coming off an injury riddled
1: four years where yeah. he was overpaid, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean well, no, pending how he performs just, next just year. Just remember but, that the Knicks exist in this world. Oh, so well. the Knicks do exist. That's true. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but yeah, I agree with Jerome's point. I think all those minutes you're giving to those bench guys need to go to a combination of players that are gonna be a little more a little less flawed, honestly. Yeah. A little less flawed. I mean, and, and I just don't think they have that much to do in the first place. They're that's really what I was young. Say. They're gonna yeah. get better
2: going forward every year, yeah. right? Yeah, they're very I mean, young. It's, I don't even think it's getting better at this point. It's just they don't have it. If it, They just disappeared in the fourth quarter, and Miami is a team that time and time and again knows how to put teams away. They, they yeah. are possibly the best fourth quarter team um, in this entire playoffs. And that's what worries me, is you have this uber-talented team. You have all the assets you can possibly get. I don't think there's any more room to really improve that much, and you still can't win.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I, yeah. in, in game six – specifically um once tice went down they just could not even buy like they couldn't get a stop yeah.
2: they couldn't all. get a bucket either they're shooting horrible yeah threes.
1: yeah and yeah and that part maybe like uh maybe that's a little bit on coaching like that's what i was they didn't, they didn't need to to shoot threes at that point it was still like five minutes left and they're down not that big yeah um but they just were horking up you know early shot clock clock threes um I don't know. Yeah. I don't know and if that's look what
2: Miami was doing. They were getting those long rebounds scoring yeah. in transition or in yeah. the half court, they were penetrating and kicking.
1: Yeah. So, and here, okay. here's the thing about the Celtics. Uh, they had four guys score 20 and they lost by, by a lot. Oh, like, wow. how, how does that, it's because the other guys are not stepping up and also a little bit of, you know, inefficient scoring as well. Like Marcus mm-hmm. smart, 22 shots to make 20, to get oh 20, Tatum, 26,
2: shot two shots.
1: Yeah. Like, and Jalen Brown only shot 17 shots. You know, he's the guy, he should have been taking more of Marcus Smart's shots. And Tatum, Throughout the series, shots to he should 24. have been
0: taking more because he was shooting like 63% on this series or something, right? Jalen Brown was, I would say, easily 55. their best
1: player okay. this this series. Oh, easily. Like so he should
0: have been taking way more shots. Like yeah. They should have made him a focus of the offense a lot more. And that's
1: um, on coaching as well.
0: Which is on coaching. So we've mentioned that a number of times now. We've talked about coaching. So is Brad Stevens then the coach you want to take this team over the hump? Um, I mean
2: where question. else are you Are you going to improve at the coaching position I don't know if it, yeah. Do you have like an ideal candidate I wonder I just I don't know how much Difference that's going to make unless he can just you know Learn how to make
0: adjustments Well let me pose a scenario to you okay. You have a team that keeps failing At the conference finals a team That is really talented and should be able To get over the hump uh, You see some coaching mistakes here and there But on the whole you have a really really good coach That you Steve don't think Curtin. you can improve on that much Where have we heard this before? Steve Kerr. Yeah. No. Well, yes, there as well. Right. Mark Jackson. But I was actually thinking Toronto. Oh, Dwayne Casey was coach of the year. They fired and they went to Nick Nurse. They win the championship. Now they got Kawhi Leonard, extenuating circumstances. Right. But a very young team, a, a team with a lot of talent, good up and coming guys who are evolving into roles. And maybe maybe he's just not the right coach. Well, know. they also got Nick Nurse though. <laughs> they did get Nick Nurse, know, uh, but Nick Nurse was an unknown at that point, right? There,
1: Nick Nurse That's was an unknown.
0: That's a very so, good like, point. Yeah, maybe they can find another Nick Nurse, or maybe they yeah. need to find another Nick Nurse. Yeah. maybe that is what they have to do. Speaking of
2: coaching, how underrated is Eric Spoelstra as, as a coach?
0: Yeah, I think he'll get his due thanks to this run now. Finally, yeah, yeah I mean,
1: I it's, think it's, it's the LeBron effect. It affects teammates. It affects coaches. Yeah, teammates get the blame. And they don't coaches get the, any don't praise get the yeah. and the coaches don't get the credit. Well, do or you, do you remember,
2: uh, uh, I think it was the Dallas series where they lost in the finals when, uh, Spolcher was on the hot seat. They were, all the players were upset with him and frustrated with him yep. mm-hmm. and Pat Riley stuck by him. It turns out yeah. Pat Riley probably worked. He's a future hall of famer and I think the best yeah. coach in the, in the playoffs,
1: the only coach to survive a LeBron era. Right. So what's really interesting is, um, I was looking up Eric Spolcher yesterday. He, his whole tenure with the heat actually kind of stemmed from the fact that when Pat Riley got hired to the heat he had he had just gotten hired as the video coordinator if Pat Riley had been allowed to bring his own video coordinator um this bolster would yeah, it ha- would have so would, been wouldn't been kicked on. right there and he would never, none of yeah. this would have happened so it's just kind of an interesting thing that he was able to stick around because um, Pat Riley wasn't able to bring in his guy and then well, I think he, he became Pat Riley's guy of, uh...
0: He all had a little bit of cachet. I think his dad was a GM of some team um, oh, okay. at some point. Like he's got NBA blood in him, Spalstra, mm-hmm. I think. Okay. Um, so, it, you know, maybe there was a little bit of cachet keeping him around, you know, a little bit mm-hmm. of uh, NBA royalty. I
2: mean, like I think it was too. just Pat Riley. I mean, he, he went yeah. to bat for him. He believed in him yeah. and he said no. Well, later on, right? But Jerome's yeah, yeah.
1: talking about when they first got hired. Oh, so gotcha, Riley gotcha. Got yeah, hired. that was, a, that was yeah. like in 95, actually. He started with the team as a video coordinator. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: because so. Pat Riley stepped down and then immediately hired Spoelstra, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. he stepped down because he believed so much in Swolstra. Hey, he probably wouldn't have felt good enough to step down.
0: And it did. Yeah, yeah. it certainly has worked out. Excellent coach. Serendipity. Um, all right. Well, let's move on now to the Lakers series uh, oh, with the Nuggets, you know, before we preview the, the Heat-Lakers matchup. Yeah. Um, do you yeah. guys, uh, sorry, I'm trying to look up the score for the game. So the uh, short, long, long story short, uh, five game series, the Lakers close out the Nuggets. Um, I was sweating bulls for a bit there, but 117 to 107, the Lakers down them in game five. And I know we'll have a lot to talk about, but right off the bat, I do just want to say this was a classic LeBron game. This is a yeah. throwback LeBron performance. He just, he dominated. He had his fingerprints on everything from start to finish. He put up 38, 16 and 10. The dude is amazing. He is not washed. I don't know why people question him. You knew he was going to do this.
2: You knew that he's been not coasting, but you know what he does. He's LeBron. He just plays when he does what he needs to do to win. And then he sees an opportunity for a closeout. And he's like, all right, it's time to to be LeBron.
0: Yeah, because we mentioned it at times throughout this series. We were like, LeBron almost looks like, is it tired? Is it old legs? Is he just Mm -hmm. pacing himself? And we were, I think we were all of the opinion correct me if I'm wrong, that he's he's mostly just pacing himself. We, yeah. we thought, you know, eventually he'll just turn it on and, yep, here he goes. Turns it on when he needs to. He was just uh, he was waiting for his moment, you know, picking the spots, as LeBron does. Eighty yeah. um, had a pretty good game as well. Only five rebounds again. I'm still a little worried
1: about that, but yeah, whatever. Um, but once 27 again, points. LeBron like, was getting, was pulling in 16, so. Right, right. So there's not that many rebounds to yeah. go around. And I think it
2: happens. also has to do with um, Jokic. It's just you have to make sure he's not getting any offensive boards or getting long rebounds, blah, blah, blah. So I think it's it's a little their preoccupation with him instead of crashing the boards. Let other guys get the boards and you just don't get carved up by that big fat white guy.
0: That's a good point. I haven't looked into the advanced stat box out stuff, um, and yeah. I, I presume if I did do that, we'd see a lot of the uh, the old Brook Lopez effect, right, where yeah. he actually makes the team a very good rebounding team when he's on the floor because he's boxing out the best rebounder for the other team yeah. and somebody else that okay. rebound. So I yeah. think maybe AD was doing a little bit of that, and so I shouldn't shouldn't harp on him too much. But uh, yeah, great, another good game from Dwight Howard. He gave solid minutes. Um, a Danny they keep Green increasing. sighting.
2: Yeah. I know, dude. Dude 35. played 35 minutes. That's insane. Like 35 minutes.
0: It was very, very good. 35 minutes under control. Played well. No antics. I was happy about that. Yep. We had a Danny Green sighting. He showed up finally. Um, yeah. You know, and then, uh, yeah. Everybody else kind of chipped in where needed. You know, Caruso, Rondo, they had their moments. The Caruso LeBron mind meld. I'd love watching that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's 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 pretty
1: crazy. <laughs> it's pretty awesome.
0: Yeah. There was definitely a
1: moment where... LeBron made a pass. I was like, oh, he just turned the ball over. There's no one there. And then Caruso just like, boop, popped yeah. out, grabbed the pass and <laughs> finished. Like, wait, what? Way. Where? <laughs> Where? I, How? I, I love that chemistry, man. This, this, I can't see it great. sitting on my couch. How did LeBron possibly <laughs> see that? <laughs> yeah, greatest
0: passer regeneration Crazy. for sure. Uh, going to the Nuggets side of things, what do you guys have to say about that? I thought I thought it was really determined by Jokic foul trouble and Murray being a little bit hobbled and unable to do normal Murray things. Yeah, what did you yeah, get I yeah, I agree. I
2: mean, you can, your best player plays thirty minutes in a closeout game; it's hard to to win. Which you know is something we need to talk about with Jokic because this is this is not
0: isolated to this series. I know we it reared his head in, the most in this series, but throughout mm-hmm. his playoff career, he's been a guy that gets in foul trouble. It's slow foot, yeah. It may be, and but maybe that's something he needs to work on if he wants to take his game to the next level. If he really wants to be an MVP candidate, he's going to have to work on that. Just staying on the floor, you know.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's hard when all these big guys are so mobile and off the dribble. It's hard to be a traditional big, and well, he's not a traditional big, but you know what I mean. It's hard to be a big guy like that and, and and keep up with these guys. Like Bam, Bam dribbled on a fast break, did an in and out hesitation crossover pull-up jumper yeah. that's yeah. your center point yeah. center for it, it's sure hard to... and then like
1: you see what kevin durant's able to do as a legit seven footer like yeah, he's exactly. definitely seven feet right oh yeah at yeah. least 6'11 yeah um, it's hard but,
0: it's tough, but he needs yeah. to be able to do this right yeah i mean well, when maybe he goes he
1: stopped th- catfishing people on social media and actually lost weight he could get a little <laughs> <quick break. laughs> yeah Although I'll put the blame on, on, on us, the media.
0: I'm, I'm including us guys in the media, by the way. Um, I'll put the blame on us for too much posts and shit. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. But I think that's the biggest thing Yogesh needs to work on going forward because his game is so solid. His defense has improved a lot. I think he just mm-hmm. needs to stop fouling dudes. Like, yeah. you can't play 30 minutes in an elimination game, like Jake said. You need to be on the floor to help your team. Yeah. Um, and then Murray was hobbled going into this one, he had a knee problem. He had like a knee contusion, I think, was the official diagnosis, um, and he wow, he yeah. he showed it, man. He was yeah. hurting on every play. Every time he came down hard on that leg, he would come up wincing yeah. and hobbling. He was yeah. trying, man. Yeah. Was a he was trying. Heart. Lot of hard. It was a real gutsy effort, man. Yeah. He he gave everything he had out there, um, but yeah, he just wasn't right, and you could see it. Yeah. And it's tough. Uh, and when first season <laughs> end like that, it is tough when Jokic only plays thirty minutes. Murray is clearly hobbled. I mean. Yeah you're just not going to win. And I and thought LeBron's for a second like that in LeBron's playing like that. Right. Yeah. I, I thought for a second, the nuggets might have a little fight in them because, uh, Dwight Howard did the the dreaded thing where he got Paul Millsap angry. Remember in the, in the third quarter, um, he gave, you know, Ma- Paul Millsap a couple physical possessions there and Paul got angry. And if you remember in the Clippers series, that's when it turned Yeah, when he got some angry Paul Millsap and, uh, we started getting it, but then, uh, but then Mike Malone took him out of the game. He took uh, Millsap out, and we didn't really get a finish to that angry Millsap spurt, and uh, and then kind of petered away, and the Lakers took control at the end there. Um,
1: wow, but, Millsap got 10 points at the line. Yeah, yeah, he was being really aggressive. He only made that, one uh, field goal, and he scored 13 points. Angry Paul. But <laughs> he did
0: uh, break one horrible streak, Paul Millsap did in these playoffs. He finally won a playoff game against LeBron James. So congrats to Paul you won one game (laughs) Uh, but yeah congrats to the nuggets man hats off they were an insanely difficult opponent definitely the most difficult of all our opponents i would say um that one-two punch of Jokic and murray is difficult to deal with and it's going to be they got a bright future man i i think they need to re-sign jeremy grant I think uh, he, he's in a free agent this offseason. Oh, okay. A key, uh, That's going to be tough. A lot team. of
1: teams are going to go after Jeremy yeah. Grant.
0: Lot, yeah, yeah, he's made himself some money this offseason, yeah. for sure. Um, or, or this uh, playoff season, I mean. Um, and he scored
1: 20 points this game,
0: too. He did. So he, he did. Re- he, he had another he's actually great game. been great the last four games. Like, yeah. uh, he hasn't had a down game, I don't think. So, yeah, he was great. Uh, Michael Porter Jr., continual involvement, I think, will be great for them if he continues to develop and evolve. Yeah. I think if they can shed some of their dead weight, um, like maybe package Gary Harris. And they, they didn't even have Will Barton for this series, which is something that yeah. people always don't remember. Um, probably, but the Lakers didn't have Avery up. Bradley. Exactly, yeah. So there's, yeah. there's missing players all around. Yeah. But Will Barton was their third best player the entire year, basically, right? I mean, Michael Porter Jr. turned it on in the bubble, right? But, but during the regular season, it was all uh, Will Barton and he was injured. So I wonder what they look like with him you know, fully healthy. Uh, I wonder what they look like if Gary Harris can hit a three. So and, well, I
1: don't know. I, I don't. I don't know where you guys are on the the bull bull bandwagon, but they have him mm-hmm. too. We'll see if, have if he him. can, what he can. He's capable of. We'll see for certain.
0: I also like that PJ PJ Dozier kid. I think he gave them some good minutes at times, mm-hmm. and um, and I've already you know professed my love for Monte Morris. I think he's like the ideal backup guard in the M- NBA right yeah. now. So uh yeah they got a good team man and they're young and they're just gonna get better and this is a great step forward yeah this
2: was a huge step forward they've been this great regular season team and then you know sort of struggled in the playoffs obviously they've they won some series but they've all went to game seven so i think this is was kind of a breakthrough like look we got our two stars and we're gonna move forward like this and we're a legit contender from now on we're not it's yeah. it's their yeah. coming out party but they
1: really needed this
2: but can we talk about the Lakers and all this chitter chatter in the media about the Bucks and the Clippers, blah, blah, blah. And the Lakers dispatched all three teams in five games.
1: Yeah, <laughs> they did. They did. Yeah, I mean, it's, people, uh, it's people love writing off LeBron. <laughs> it's
2: hilarious. It's like you do this every year. You, he's like, how many more times does he have to do this before you stop? Yeah. Well, think about like
0: he, it. Everybody wants to be the first person to that story. Everyone wants to be the first guy, like on record. Oh, I called the LeBron decline. You know, it was me. I did it. Yeah, and it's like the Brady thing, year after year. It is. It's exactly like that. Everyone wants to call when the goat's going to go down eventually, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know. That just comes with the territory of being the greatest player in your yeah. generation,
1: right? And so, pe- people underrate uh, AD. Oh like, yeah. I've- in yeah. two thousand fifteen, sixteen, something like that, people were kind of like, "Okay, this is he's the next guy up. Like he's going to be the MVP." And then when he had the injuries and never quite got there, I think people just kind of forgot about him, and then kind of started moving on to the next guys. But he's still that guy. He's still that he, guy, and his game works so well with LeBron James's game too. Oh yeah, they're not what, just yeah. you're not they're not just good on paper, you know.
0: Yeah, it's what we've been talking about basically this entire uh, uh, season, right? This, yeah. this meld between their games is perfect. Absolutely yeah. perfect. Like maybe not the best player as a teammate that LeBron has ever had. I'm going to give that title to Wade, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But definitely the best fit he's yeah. ever had with a player mm-hmm. alongside him.
1: Because to I, a certain extent, Wade is redundant of Le- what yeah, LeBron Yeah, because Wade
0: and, and LeBron shared many of the same skills and they were both so ball dominant. you saw them struggle in their first year together and yeah. whose team is it? Who takes the ball? Who leads? Yeah. There, this has been seamless with ad like mm-hmm. a perfect fit from day one
2: i think ad is better now than wade ever was playing with lebron yeah i mean i
0: okay i, I will see that I, yeah i won't argue necessarily like who's who's better at their peak and and when at their peak it's LeBron. hard but i
2: think once lebron and wade teamed up wade was not at his prime
0: yeah. I'm just going to give the age, the edge to Wade because he had proven it right in his career. He's okay. proven it yeah, well. a good, And at yeah. that time yeah. he had proven it. Like, whereas, yeah. I mean, we're seeing all great things from Davis. Don't get me wrong. It's just, he hasn't proven it yet. Right. Yeah. Um, so I'm just, uh, yeah, I just want to, I'll pump the brakes until I see it. I like to be a last to the, the table kind of guy rather than a first mm-hmm. to the table kind of guy. So just me personally. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to look up right now, like the Davis's stats in these playoffs because they've got to be ridiculous, right? Like they've they've just cool. got to be insane. Um and I'm looking it up right now and uh yeah, Anthony Davis is fourth in these playoffs in scoring per game at 28.8. He's shooting 57% from the field, 36.6% from 3. Uh 81% from the free throw line on 10 attempts a game. Nine boards, four assists, a steal and a half, and a block and a half per game. Like, yeah. I mean, the dude a is matchup just, nightmare. Uh, yeah, he is. all over the court, yeah, both ends. Insane. Like, he he has brought a different dimension to a LeBron team that we've never had. Yeah, you know, a dominant player in and of himself. That that you know, um, that we haven't seen since the the Heat days, really. So yeah, yeah, it's a great great union, great matchup. Uh, Anything else to say for this Lakers Nuggets series or should we move on to the preview between the Lakers and the Heat? I say we yeah, move on. I think, yeah, I think we can move on. Yeah. Let's move on. Alright. They say we move on. I say we move on. Let's move on. So, keep it Lakers you. Heat. Yeah. They kick off I think on Wednesday is the first game of this yeah. series. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Wednesday at 6pm Miami versus Lakers game one. Ooh. What do you guys have to say about this? So, should we start with individual player matchups, or what you think the X factor is going to be? Um, do you guys have? Yeah, any, I mean, just thing
1: burning at you to talk about. Just overall, I think the Heat are the worst matchup for the Lakers, and the Celtics would have been um, because the Celtics really didn't have any, any even attempt at an answer for AD. Right? Like, True. I think I think we can all agree that AD would have eating Tice alive as as good defensively as Tice is I think AD would have had a field day if if they're putting you know Tice or you know whoever else they were going to put on him maybe like the 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 long guys like Tatum uh Brown Hayward but then that takes away from their offensive game you know so I think this the Heat are the much worse matchup for just because of that the AD problem than uh uh the Celtics would have been because at least they have bam you know at least they have someone that has a has a chance what do you yeah, see? And uh
0: before the season or sorry, before the series, I was actually more worried, I think, about the okay. Celtics. And I, I, I don't know if I can put my finger on why. I think it's just because of the the blow-up potential of a Tatum Brown tandem in the finals seemed mm-hmm. to me much scarier than what the Heat could muster. But if I think about it player by player, I am kind of with you. I think the BAM factor should not be understated on AD. He's gonna give them fits for sure on mm-hmm. both sides, right? Because BAM's yeah. got Got the best handle and the best movement of any big guy he'll have faced, right? Yes. Uh, and in terms of the wing matchups, like maybe Tatum and Brown have more star power, right? If we were had to have faced the Celtics in the finals. But mm-hmm. the shooting that the Heat can put out there is going to be insane. It's going to be reminiscent of the, the Rockets, right? In terms of how many shooters they can just splay out a- across the the three-point line there. And they're tall. You know, they're big, big wings, and our guys to guard them are what? Kuzma? KCP? Like mm-hmm. guys that aren't exactly, yeah. you know, amazing shutdown defenders. Now, I I do think that we've been and but I say we, obviously I mean the Lakers because I can't stop saying that. But I do think the Lakers have been better on defense than we've ever seen them this year. Mm-hmm. They've been moving on a string, they've been rotating perfectly. So I think uh maybe some of that'll be mitigated, but I'm also a little worried from the the other side of the ball. I'm a little worried that the Lakers' offense could stall out against this team because of their their switchability, their closeouts. And I think the zone is going to be, if they go to it as much as they have in series past, the Lakers might have a little bit of trouble because the best way to beat a zone is to shoot well. And you know the Lakers don't have shooting, um, at least not consistent shooting. So I'm a little worried from that perspective. I don't know about you, Jake. I think this
1: is going to be the series where they, they finally start missing Avery Bradley. Yeah, Definitely. Yeah,
2: um, my I was originally more worried about the Celtics just because the same reason, you know, the Clippers were perceived to have an edge because they got two dominant wings, and the Lakers right. don't really have any besides LeBron, but that's going to take a lot of energy to be an elite wing defender. Uh, but I'm actually thinking the Heat are the you know, are, have a better matchup than the Celtics just because they have guards who can penetrate and, and get buckets and create open shots, and and they're one of the most dangerous three-point teams in the league. And that's my worry, is that if the Lakers aren't super tuned in on defense and locked in the whole 48 minutes and it gets into a shooting match, that's where Miami's going to win, is when they're hitting threes. If Jay Crowder can come out of this fog he's been in this series and start hitting threes, um, I'm worried, but I'm also confident in LeBron and AD.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yep. at the end of the day, they the Lakers still have the two best players on the court. Yeah, which is huge,
0: and this leads me to my point that um, I think both teams are going to at least start these series by going to what worked for them in the past series, right? So, like the mm-hmm. Lakers, for example, the way that they play the Heat, it might be most effective to play them the way that they played uh, Denver, right? Rotate on a string, be very cognizant of their their spread out shooters, right, and then um, be sure not to double their playmaking center in the in the paint. You know, you got to trust your big guy to guard them one on one because if you double. Bam is is a very good passer. Not you know as good a passer as Jokic, but he's a very good passer. He can pass out of double teams. So he can see the open man, and that's going to hurt us if we yeah. if we double too easily in the paint or, yeah. or we're not on our rotation. So I think I think that's going to be key for the Lakers. I think they're going to have to attack it defensively, much like they did the Nuggets and yeah. the like and the Rocket series. Uh, from the Heat's perspective, I think they're going to have to guard. Um, LeBron, just like they did all those wings from the Celtics, right? You know, they're just gonna have to rotate people on them, have to go to the zone occasionally to mix it up. They won't have to worry as much about shooting from the perimeter against the Lakers as they did against the Celtics, right? Because the Lakers just don't have shooting. I mean, LeBron doesn't shoot all that well, um, even, even though he, you know, he can hit occasionally shots and he gets a little hot from time to time. But if he doesn't trust his shot, he's just gonna bowl in, you know, every single play, and you know that that's predictable. So I, I think for them, and the Lakers, they're just gonna come in with the same defensive scheme as they did in the last matchups, and then they'll they'll go from there and they'll adapt, right? Because we do we have shown to have two great coaches in terms of adaptations throughout yep. the series. We've seen Vogel insert very keyly, he inserted Dwight into the starting matchup, and that had a huge impact on the the Nuggets game. And obviously, Spolstra has been a great coach time and time again. He's gone to the zone, he's gone to a different lineup, he's kept um, Bam and Drogic in the starting lineup rather than going back to his regular season lineup of none and um, Myers-Leonard, right? So we'll, we'll see. I, I think it's going to be a great match between two great coaches, two great teams, uh, but I think they'll start pretty much as they, they finish their last series.
1: Yeah. Um, the problem with, however, the problem with not doubling Bam is it depends on who's who's guarding him because he's just so, he's so much quicker than Jokic, obviously. Um, he's got the, got the handle. Um, if it's Dwight or, or JaVale, can they stand him up one-on-one? I don't know.
0: I don't know, but I think you have to risk it because I think if you double, he kicks it out to a shooter and gets three. Very true. Like, I, I don't think, I don't think it matters. You know, I think you're just going to live with the one-on-one matchup. And if Bam goes for 30, then you're going to have to live with that and, and hope that you shut down literally everybody else. Um, yeah, that, that's my thought.
1: Yeah, I think we're going to see more Myers-Leonard this series. That's more a good point. We haven't any. seen any. <laughs> we, <haven't yeah>, <laughs> we haven't seen
0: any. So uh, <laughs> I don't know. What do you What do you think, Jake?
2: Um, I definitely think Myers is going to get some minutes. I th- also think that playoff Rondo is going to play less than he was playing. I think he's going to see more minutes akin to this past game where he only played, what, what like 15, 16. Um, just because mm-hmm. I think... I think they're going to go with Caruso to guard Dragic in the in, when, when he gets hot. I know Rondo's been a really good perimeter defender, but I just have a feeling that they're going to try to switch it up and put length on him because during that Celtic series, he was dominating Kemba. He was, he was cooking him. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's just my opinion. Um, but the key is going to be limiting the guy for the heat every game. Whoever is going off Jay Crowder. Uh, hero, Bam, Jimmy. It's going to be neutralizing him with adjustments, and I trust uh, Fogel to do that. Okay. Yeah,
0: that's a good point. For me, the defensive key is going to be running their shooters off the line for the Lakers. Like, yep. The Lakers can run the Heat shooters off the line like they've been doing in this Denver series, right? <clears throat> like they did in the Rocket series before. I think that'll help them a lot because so much of the the Heat's offense comes from Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, Jay Crowder, all these guys splayed out around the three point line, knocking down shots. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I think that's going to be key. Yeah. Um, well,
1: what's What's so deadly about Hero though is you run him off the line, he can still play He can still get to the hole. Yeah,
0: you can, and so can Dragic, right? Yeah. Um, so it's it, it's tough. You're gonna gotta kind of got to pick your poison with this Heat team, right? Um, My hope they just is have that... a,
1: they have a team that just fits so well together. Yeah. And they, they, they complement each other so well. It's really the hope, amazing.
2: The hope is just that they they struggle against a rim protector. They haven't faced a rim protector yet in the playoffs. That's very true. So maybe that'll be the, the kind of the wrench that throws them off their game is having to play Anthony Davis.
0: Yeah, and that zone that they go so often to, I mentioned earlier that one way to break a zone is by good shooting, right? You just shoot over the top of the zone. If mm-hmm. you do that, it kind of you know defeats the purpose. The Lakers don't have that really. You know, they might have it in, in tiny, tiny spurts, but they don't have it consistently. So the other way though to break a zone is penetration, right? Yep. Penetration and kicking or or high post play, essentially, yep. which which serves the same purpose, which pulls that zone into the middle uh because if they don't then they leave one-on-one somebody either driving towards the basket or somebody at the high post going one-on-one against the defender and so i think of those two options we have lebron who does a lot of driving and collapsing of the defense he's gonna have to handle that this series and we have ad who is gonna you know be the initiator of the offense at the high post very bam like right so it's gonna be on our two stars as cliche as that sounds to carry this series for the lakers if they want to win this um they're going to have to perform, and they're going to have to be able to attack the Heat's deficiencies on defense, which is pure size. Uh, and then um, just the the fact that not a lot of their individual defenders are amazing athletes. Right? Yeah. So I think that that's going to be the key uh, offensively. So I don't know. What, what are your guys' predictions for this series at the end? I was a little concerned. I went to 538, which is a uh, shout-out to Nate Silver. It's a great – Basketball and just analytics and site in general, right? They do politics, they do basketball, and then other sports, they do a bunch of stuff, but they do predictions based on models that they build. And 538 actually has the Heat favored in this series um, by a significant amount, which by is surprising. A, by a very significant amount, yeah. 538 has um, the Heat favored or, or, or predicted at a 73% chance to win the finals rather than the, the Lakers with only 27%. Um, they have them favored by minus three, I think, in, in most of the games here, the Heat. So I'm interested to see how they got to that prediction. And it concerns me a little bit because their models are very accurate a lot of times. Um, not so much other times. But yeah, I don't know what you guys think. Uh, I am certainly not predicting that <laughs> much yeah. of an advantage for the Heat. So what are your guys' thoughts?
2: Lakers and five. Lakers and five.
1: Lakers in five. Lakers in five. Wow. wow, that's
0: confidence. I okay, mean,
1: it, it's just such a tough series to predict because... The Lakers clearly have, like, head and shoulders, the two best players by far. However, I think, like, the more we were talking about the Heat, like, they have such a good team and that plays together so well. There's really kind of, like, team versus stars almost. Um, And if you're matching it up, like, sorry, just
0: interrupt real quick. Like, if mm -hmm. you're matching it up, the Lakers probably have players number one and two in this series. And then do the Heat have, like, the next eight best Uh, players?
2: The next four.
0: Well, I don't, I don't know. know, Jimmy. Jimmy's better. Dragic is better than anybody else we have on the Lakers, right? Hero is probably better than everybody else we have on the Lakers. Um, Duncan Robinson, Bam. Like, that's a lot of guys better than basically
1: everybody except LeBron and AD. It's tough. It's it's a really tough series to predict. Um, I, I I would say I'm going to say Lakers in seven. I think it's going to go all the way. They're just such a tough team. The to Heat, um, but I think the Lakers. Ultimately, with Le- the experience of LeBron James, um, the talent, the top end talent, I think I think it's going to win out.
2: All right.
0: Well,
1: Jake super confident in five. Yeah, from-
2: it, it's it's not going to be a tough series for me. The Lakers are going to win because LeBron <laughs> is going to be LeBron every single game. He's not messing around and he's going to dominate.
0: That is the thing I forgot to mention and I think is uh, is sort of weirdly a hidden point. LeBron hasn't had to exert that much effort in the playoffs yet. Right. He has all this energy just waiting to be unleashed on the heat. And I, I, I'm kind of with you, Jake. I think it's going to be a a shock. You know, it's going to be a little shell shocking for the heat to be like, Oh, I thought we were seeing a different LeBron. This is LeBron. We're
2: going to see the heat. Haven't played a team Um, as good as the Lakers yet.
0: They have not. So I think that's going to be a shock for them as much as it is for the Lakers commercially. Right. Um, but so he also has
1: bodies team. to throw at LeBron.
0: They do. They have bodies and waves and they have yeah. the zone that they like you know, to Jimmy, go
1: to, right? uh, so. Jay Crowder, Igu- Iguodala even Iggy, the, um, the Iggy matchup. Who do you think? <laughs> so you think LeBron gets the better of Iggy? <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, he's, he's old now, but he's a body. Even Derek Jones, jr. You know, he, he's an athletic wing.
0: What are the chances got got. that Iggy gets his second finals MVP? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <This is> absolutely. <laughs> zero. About the same as Nick Collison getting that MVP bonus. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's uh yeah it's not
0: likely Ligodala is a uh shell of his former all defensive self so yeah. all right well my prediction is Lakers in six I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna split so the difference between you guys here yeah. I think I think the Heat are gonna give him a run but I think eventually LeBron proves too much I yeah. think it's uh and I would pick him as obviously as the favorite for finals MVP I think LeBron gets mm-hmm. his uh, what, Ooh, I don't year, know about right? obvious.
1: I mean, as well as AD's been playing, but yeah,
0: no. So I do think it's obvious. I think as well as AD's been playing, it doesn't matter. This is what LeBron's been waiting for. This is you know he yeah. needs this for his legacy, right? He needs. This he's to never not, not play, had it, so. right?
1: When when he when his team oh no, he's never not had it. Yeah, yeah.
0: he. So yeah. I I don't think it'll start yet. I don't think all the yeah, torches. No
2: Steph passed. Curry. No 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 no
0: no. He's gonna get his. So all right. Lots of Lakers predictions over here. Nobody picking the Heat. I'm a little worried about that, although I do think the Heat would be a trendy upset pick from a lot of people, and so that actually reassures me. I feel like the trendy upsets never do
1: well, right? Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of the Heat, can can we talk about how, like, are they the only, like, true Cinderella, uh, like, in in NBA, for at least for a long time, right? Because it's normally, like, the guys you expect to be there are there at the end. And they're a five seed and no one really had them going all the way. Um,
0: they, they really are. Yeah. I think Leisure Report had a, something like that a few years back where they talked about NBA Cinderella's. Um, yeah, I can't think of a more recent one that, that you're talking about, you know? Yeah. Like Um, the
1: only thing I could think of is really like the 99 Knicks, but that was like a weird lockout season and they were the eight seed and they've made it all the way to the finals. Um, with Ewing being injured, with Larry Johnson eventually getting injured, um, so it it was it was a very kind of a magical run until they got smacked down in the finals by Timmy. Yeah, yeah. Um,
2: yeah um, they are in terms of record, blah blah blah, seating. But since the playoffs have started, since this bubble has gone down, they have not played like that. They've played like the best team in the East.
1: Um, that's a fair point.
2: I don't know. The Cinderella story is going to end. I think, I honestly think that it's ridiculous that if anybody's going to pick the Heat, like the, they're doing it again, putting disrespect on LeBron. He's going to run through this team. I guarantee he's going to run through this team.
1: guarantee. Yeah, I mean, I, I think game one, he's going to come out basically like game five, uh, do the same kind of things, like, you know, near 40 point or 40 point triple yeah, double. He's I not going to I'd do really a feel out
2: game. He's, he's no. in kill mode right now.
1: Yeah, correct because he saw what happened uh what you know he he's seen how the heat have been playing you can't yeah. give him you can't yeah. give him any room yeah and they they closed out the nuggets in five so, so he didn't he, he, he uh snuffed that one out so
2: that's one thing i'll give the heat and the lakers it's whoever is gonna go up in this series i think is gonna close it out because both these teams know how to finish off a game and a series so correct correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the only seed ranked lower than
0: five to win the championship was the 95 Rockets, right? Were they the sixth oh. seed? They were the sixth seed.
2: I think yeah. that... Is it's also the future. bubble. So it's, it's yeah. a level playing field. No home court advantage makes a big difference.
1: Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. It does make a difference. That's true. So maybe we we'll yeah, may, Maybe Celtics play better if they're in you know TD instead of yeah. the bubble. Right
0: which gets back to my not really counting as NBA championship point, but we don't want to go into that. Let's not go into that. Let's not go into that. that. Yeah. Um, I still don't think it counts, but okay. Uh, And I'm not switching my tune just because the Lakers are in the finals. Like I still don't (laughs) think it counts. So, all right, well uh, we got our picks in, we got our predictions. We talked ad nauseum about this series, I think. Uh, And it starts on Wednesday, which is a little weird for the podcast because we do record on Wednesday morning. So we will have, zero new content to talk about between now and next pod.
1: There might be some however, trash talking. You never know.
0: There'll be some trash talking. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll have some NBA content. But uh, however, we have been thinking about other topics in mind, uh, maybe a one-off basketball related, but maybe like a what-if sort of scenario or more of the, the sort of non-current season related content that we've been trying to get into the pod. So we'll, we'll have some content, don't you worry, on Wednesday morning. It just may not be related to these playoffs. So. Keep an eye out for that, and I think that's it for today's podcast. You guys got anything else to say?
2: I guess i real quick. I know we're running a little long, but I just want you guys' just quick predictions right off the bat. Don't even think about it. Throw this out. The, report, the new report just like 20 minutes ago is that Oladipo is looking to move on from the Pacers this offseason. I knew it. I knew it. What team do you think he's going to? Mine is the Denver Nuggets. Wow. Milwaukee Bucks. They... Ooh. I like that one. 76ers oh that's also a good one that's all right we'll see what happens that's all i got get a boo from
1: me
0: get a boo from jake
1: um just my mom wanted me to mention that she was she's a huge Celtics fan she's just very 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 disappointed with the Celtics (laughs) (laughs) wanted me to get that in there
2: (laughs) oh
0: all right well i'm sorry to jerome's mother um but I'm also not sorry because I'm a Lakers fan. So uh, split <laughs> the difference. No. <laughs> no. but, kinda uh, <laughs> yeah. Kind of sorry. As much as a Laker fan can't be sorry for a Celtics fan. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Pleads for, uh, for, <laughs> for sorry, I guess. <laughs> from <Jerome. laughs> And uh, get a boot from Jake and peace from me. We'll see you on Wednesday. Thanks for listening.